sometimes take it away too far But really how, how bad could it get? Let's go beyond, beyond the box set Welcome everybody to Beyond Beyond the Box Set Podcast, where we, re- we review films that are in cinema right now. I'm a little bit drunk and slurring my words, please excuse me. Okay, so, Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, well, John, what did you think of this film? I thought this was great. Mm-hmm. I had a great time with this. I'm good. I'm, I'm, this, I'm glad. I think this is my favourite Spider-Man movie. Yeah? In fact, I would say with confidence, this was my favourite Spider-Man movie. I really thought this was a lot of fun. Great. Well, I'm really glad because I know that Ross Burton also agrees with you. He said that this is the best Spider-Man movie he's ever seen. And uh, I think I'm in agreement as well. This film was just outstanding. It was really creative and fun. I don't understand how this film was so good. Not just because Sony have got a pretty dodgy record with making films, particularly Spider-Man films. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know, just even if this, this film was made by, say, Disney or Marvel would still be quite amazed with how good it is. Yeah. You know why I think this film worked so well and is as good as it is? Mm. I think they, whoever made it, and I don't know who wrote it or who directed it, I've not looked it up, but I think whoever got to make it was pretty much given a blank check and was left alone. And there was, I think this film does well because the expectations weren't too high. Because mm. you have all the live action Spider-Man movies which cost like $100 million mm-hmm. and have big stars attached and stuff. And I don't know, I mean... I don't know how much this film cost. Maybe it was loads. I mean, it looked nice. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this film was like a little side project, a little weird little thing that people were like, yeah, see if that works. Throw it out there. If it works, great. If not, no harm, no foul. Yeah. This film isn't trying to set up... I'm sure they'll make more. But it's not trying to set up a whole new franchise. There's mm-hmm. no big expectations being placed on it. It's just this weird little thing that's been put out there as a little side project, a little mm-hmm. bonus for comic book fans, I guess. And... I think that's why it works, because there's nobody trying to make it into something that's going to appeal to all people. This film is unashamedly nerdy. Yes. there is, And I watched this film as somebody who has not read the comic books, who's seen about maybe three or four out of seven or eight Spider-Man, live-action Spider-Man movies now. What have you seen? I've seen the first two Tobey Maguire ones. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah, I've seen the first two Tobey Maguire ones. I've seen none of the Andrew Garfield ones, and I've seen the Tom Holland one. Okay, so, so you've I've seen... I've seen three of six? Uh, three of, yeah... Three of six. Yeah, and I've seen Infinity War, which Tom Holland appears in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. So I'm not, and I've not read any comic books. So watching this film, there were so many references that were being flung at me that I was like, I bet this means something to somebody who mm-hmm. you know follows this universe, and I bet they really like it. But it didn't bother me. I didn't feel like it was shutting me out. Mm. I think it was very good at including people. But by the same token, it was like this is for them. Yeah. This isn't for. This is this isn't a film that's been made to appeal to everyone. You know what I mean. See, I disagree. I feel like this is a film that has been made to appeal to everyone and it does so in a way that it it doesn't uh, disregard anybody. Mm-hmm. It's it's like, this is for everybody and everybody will enjoy this. So we've put all the references in there mm-hmm. that all you proper nerds will get. Mm-hmm. But then for other people who don't know who Gwen Stacy is sure. or Spider-Woman, then you know we've, we've, we've got stuff in there that you'll be able to understand as well. Yeah, no, I agree. Sorry. Because like... I imagine that you've you've never heard of Spider Woman. No, um, I've heard of Gwen Stacy, but I didn't. You've heard of Gwen Stacy because she was Emma Stone yeah. with Andrew Garfield. Sure, she yeah. was. Oh, who's that actress I hate? Uh, Ron Howard's daughter. Uh, oh, Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard yes. Yeah, she was. She was Bryce Dallas Howard in Spider Man Three. Great. It was just awful. Okay. So bad. Mm-hmm. She was. She was one of the worst things in that movie. Okay. And that's saying something because that was a bad movie. Okay. Yeah, like they tell you all about her, 
But they don't tell you a lot. They just tell you like, yeah. like. So they've got a bit where she explained her origin story or something. Sure. And she's like, oh, obviously you all know it's just this. And like, well, I didn't know, but now I do. Yeah. And it's that simple. Okay. Yeah. Let me rephrase. I don't mean this film isn't for everybody in the sense that it's shutting people out. What I mean is, this is a film that yes, it's. I absolutely was able to watch this as a non-comic book super mm. fan and understand what was going on. And yet it did a very good job of letting me being accessible to everybody. But I mean, it's not a film that's like, this film must make $500 million or it is going to be a massive failure. Mm. So it has to tell the origin story from the beginning and it has to be completely accessible in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, it's okay. You can take some risks. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was able to, it was able to be more fan servicey while also being accessible to new people. And I think yeah. that is to its benefit, absolutely. Because there weren't studio executives looking over the shoulder going, oh, I don't understand that, could it help? Change it, simplify it. I think that's one of the reasons this film worked. Yeah. What did you think? I mean, obviously you really liked it. But... Um, I, I thought it was great. It was it was brilliant to see a, see a Spider-Man film that's not centred around Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. That's what I was hoping Spider-Man Homecoming was going to be. Sure. Which you know, I, was, I was hoping it was, as millions of people were, that it was going to be Donald Glover as Mars Morales. Yes. Which... You know, would it be lovely to see? And I guess that Donald Glover's he's got his part now. Yeah. Why? Who's he in the MCU? He is. Uh, oh God! Oh, sorry, in just, the comic book. Universe. No, no, that's oh, it is MCU. Okay. Um, oh God, I've just forgotten the guy's name. Um, essentially, Miles Morales' uncle. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's canon now. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah, that has been. Yeah. Okay. So, Donald Glover is going to play the character that Mahershala Ali played in this film. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he, so Donald Glover's already... You've seen him in Spider-Man Yeah, Homecoming. he had a very uh, small role in Homecoming, yeah, but just as like a petty thief, right? Like a criminal. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, in the next one, he's going to be Miles Morales' uncle. Yes. Okay. Because in Homecoming, he does say like, oh, my brother's got a kid who lives here. Or oh, something like okay, that. Oh, okay, so they were just, in the seed, yeah. Yeah, it was just all, all, all that we needed, and they wouldn't okay. throw that detail in if that's not the case. Sure, okay. Because I imagine that the filmmakers already knew the fan outcry of like, we want Donald Glover as Miles Morales, even though he's too old or whatever, but mm. yeah. Oh, so they're going to cast a high school kid to play Miles Morales then? Yeah, because like Miles Morales was, in, in the comics, apparently always supposed to be a lot younger than Peter Parker. Sure. And okay. inspired by Peter Parker, that's where his origin comes from. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it comes from in this. Well, I mean, if he's going to be a lot younger than Peter Parker and it's going to be in the same universe as Tom Holland, he's going to have to be like 10. Well, then just wait a while. Oh, okay. Like, Tom Holland's going to grow up one day. Oh, sure, yeah. One day. Yeah. One day he'll be a real boy. <laughs> well, they'll give him, like, once he's done three films or something, then they'll be like, okay, Tom Holland, we're done with you in in as a, as a main character in films now. Okay, sure. So they're, they're, they're lining up the next one to keep the... I imagine so, yeah. Okay, that makes um, sense. I mean, maybe they're not actively doing it now, but I'm sure that they've got long-term plans. Well, they're setting the ground. I know Clearly that, they're setting the I know that the MCU's plans span about, about 10 years into the future. Sure, so sure, sure. there's a lot to do. Okay. Anyway, um, Miles Morales, great main character in this. Yeah. Did you did you like him? I did. I did, yeah. Again, it was it was good. Uh, he was not a character I'd ever heard of before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I thought that the... I don't know who did the voice. I can't remember now if it was anyone well-known. I don't think it's well-known. But... Yeah, it, might, might be now. Yeah, I like the conceit of all the Spider-Men having their introductions. Mm-hmm. So it's very quick. Like, this is who I am. This is what I do. And great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, it wasn't something. Even though we've had a high school Spider-Man as with you know Tom Holland's Spider-Man is it, mm. and Tobey Maguire was as well, wasn't he? Kind of. Was he still in high school? Yeah, they they, they all were. At, yeah, so at, it was kind in of their first film. Yeah, so it was kind of like okay. <clears> the first the first ten minutes, I was like. Oh, okay, it's doing the origin story that I've seen before. But then it's turned it on its head. They, yeah. And I think they, they they did a good job of making him a very different character to Tom Holland and Tobey Maguire, certainly. Mm-hmm. Like, 
not just in terms of because he's from a different background, but also just his personality was very different. Uh, he, he was a lot of fun. I liked his whole thing. The whole thing with his anxiety inhibiting his spider powers, I thought mm-hmm. it was really interesting and really well done. Mm-hmm. Like, because he, he couldn't make it happen. Not, he, he had to learn how to let it happen. He had the power within him, but he had to learn how to let it happen. Otherwise, it was out of his control. Yeah. Which hasn't, I've not really seen before to the same extent. I think they've done versions of it, but not they, the same they, Yeah, one. they've touched on it. Yeah. They've touched on it with um, Tom Maguire at the start. Mm, sure. I'm not sure if Andrew Garfield had that, really. But yeah, so it's, it's it's been touched on a little bit, but this one did it much more and much better. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always been good. I did like the jokes about him saying, oh, I'm just going through puberty. Wait, no. Oh, which was always good because I think that the spider powers coming in is always supposed to be a metaphor for... Oh, totally, yeah. Boys going through puberty. Absolutely, yeah. That's always how I've seen it, which is why, yeah, when he walks out of the... When he's got, like, sticky hands mm. and he, like, gets his hand, he's like, oh, no, I'm just going through puberty. Like, oh, that's the worst thing you can say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that a lot. The beginning of the film... So we get Miles Morales, and then we get introduced to the, to the first Peter Parker, mm-hmm. the one who dies. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Because mm-hmm. that one referenced very... It, it, Voiced by Chris Pine. Yeah, and I, I, they, I was really interested to watch the end credits because mm. I was like, I recognised a lot of voices, but I didn't... A lot of them I was like, I know you, but I don't know who. Mm. Obviously there was some I was like, okay, hello, Nick Cage. Yeah. Welcome to this film, Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. You are a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a lot of them, I was like, oh, who's that? And then at the end, I was like, oh, it's Chris Pine. Great. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so the first Peter Parker was very much the Tobey Maguire character. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's what this film was going to be. It was like, okay, so this is existing in the same universe as all the other film versions. So we're going to see. Because mm. I knew vaguely what the plot was going to be, just yes. from the trailers and stuff. So I was like, okay, great. Because so, it referenced like the dance thing. It re- is that in Spider-Man 3 where he yep. dances? And everyone hated that scene. It's yep. like, it was like, oh, we don't talk about that. Okay, great, cool. But then when it introduced the second Peter Parker, the older one, mm-hmm. which was Jake Johnson, from Jake Johnson, from New, Girl. New Girl and the Mummy, our yeah. favorite film, so good. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he. Was, I really liked. But I was like, I've not seen the Andrew Garfield ones. This doesn't seem like the Andrew Garfield one. And then I was no, like, oh, no, it's no. A, and then I was yeah. like, oh, it's its own thing. Yeah, it's not just rehashing what we've already seen, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good choice. Because mm. before that, I was like, oh, okay, we're just gonna. Bring all those in, but then it's like... yeah, because it wasn't like the Chris Pine one was supposed to be Tom Holland. It was just here's the point in the film. Where no, we no, can I just thought it was supposed to be Tobey Maguire. Oh, sorry, I meant to say Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Then yeah, it wasn't like Chris Chris Pine was Tobey Maguire. It was just mm-hmm. here's the point in the film where we reference all old Spider-Man films. Sure. Okay, now we've done that just to have that fun joke, and then it says move on with the story. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah they weren't trying to be specific Spider-Man. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't believe because like Tobey Maguire wasn't blonde. No, he wasn't. No. So but it was like, here's someone who has been Spider-Man for a few years. Mm. You know, well, that was the thing I was going to ask you. I mean, if you've not seen the film, basically the plot is that for dimensional reasons, it ends up with like five Spider-Men from different universes all come together. Mm-hmm. And they've all got their own personalities. So you've got Miles Morales, who's like a like teen black Spider-Man. You've got Josh, what's his face from New Girl, who's like a slightly out Jake of Jake sh- Johnson. Jake Johnson, who's kind of a slightly out of shape Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You've got an uh, older as well. Sorry, an older, as slightly well. slightly older as well. Mm. Uh, you've got Gwen Stacy Spider Man mm-hmm. in her universe. Peter Parker died, and she got bitten by the spider. Mm-hmm. Then you've got anime Spider Man, and you've got Spider Ham, no. and you've got Nick Cage's noir Spider Man. Yeah, are they all? Comic book creations? I believe so, yeah. Even the older one. Even the Jake Johnson one. Because all the ones seen... I, like I, yeah, I don't know about specifically like Spider-Man, but older. But all the ones that are very creative New Directions. Yeah, they all seem like they're, they're a thing, yeah. Yeah, they've all happened. Sure, okay. I, I think. I'm not right, sure. Okay. But, 
yeah, they were all good. It was really fun to see them and just fun to sort of learn about these different Spider-Man imaginings that there have been. Yeah. Of like, yeah, what if Spider-Man was just this anime schoolgirl, Penny Parker, mm. who has a telepathic link with a spider who lives in a robot? Mm-hmm. It's a bit out there, but yeah, what about yeah. that? Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man Noir, where Spider-Man is essentially Batman, mm. which was also good fun. Yeah. It felt like this film was really commenting on the whole comic book universe as it is right now. and mm-hmm. it, it was like answering criticisms i felt like this film was basically using the storyline to say like look yeah we're gonna keep reinventing this universe there can be multiple different versions of spider-man and just deal with it Mm -hmm. like that's okay it's not just one thing we we are gonna keep remaking it and making more we've always been doing that so stop complaining about it which i thought was quite a clever way to do it yeah because they packaged it in a really good film so it kind of as much as i'm bored of seeing the same spider-man story told over and over again this film was like oh okay sure yeah it makes a good point. If they, if they do it well, why not? Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd watch a Spider-Ham film. I'd watch Spider-Man Noir. He was fun. Like, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. One thing this film did very well, which scores a lot of points on my ranking, mm-hmm. is it is under two hours. Yeah, oh, thank God. And yeah. it feels like an absolutely full film. It feels jam-packed, but mm. it doesn't feel fast-paced. It, no. doesn't feel, it doesn't feel overly paced, I should say. Yeah. It's not like they're trying to really squeeze in as much as they can. Yeah. It feels perfectly paced and it is just such a great length yeah i mean me personally i watched this and then 20 minutes later sat through aquaman which is a just under two and a half hours yeah and it could do with being about an hour shorter yeah Um, which is standard for these kind of films yeah god aquaman was just uh, whatever uh i've been i've I've talked about that but yeah this film is just so so well written mm-hmm Really must say, really, really. Yeah, there well weren't written. a lot of dips. There were, I think maybe about two thirds of the way, and I got, a, I started to get a little bit bored, but then it picked right up again at the end. Mm. So yeah, it really, the pacing was very nice on it, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the villains in this? Ooh, okay. Uh, I thought the design on so the main villain is Kingpin. Yes. Who I know because of uh, I Daredevil. only know because of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yes. And who is classically a Spider-Man villain? Oh, he is supposed to be a Spider-Man villain. I did yeah. wonder that because he's because Sony only only have the rights to Spider-Man and Spider-Man villains. Oh, okay. At this point, that's why they didn't even mention things like Iron Man or something. Okay. Because um, they just they're not allowed. Okay, sure. So that's another thing that's very well for their creativity in this. Like they've been very limited. Yeah, they're so using. They've, yeah. they've just used what they can. And I think maybe that helps films like this to have oh, yeah, limited big opportunities. Time. It forces them to be creative rather mm. than just be like, oh, let's throw it all in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciated the fact that Kingpin looked like the bald guy from Despicable Me. Yeah. His proportions were insane. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's what comic book Kingpin looks like. Really? I yeah. guess they just couldn't really get Vincent D'Onofrio to put on that much weight. No, exactly. I think Vincent D'Onofrio got as close <laughs> as a human being can yeah, get. Like, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, Kingpin's not supposed to be fat, I don't think. Mm. He's also supposed to be quite insanely strong. Right, But sure. also just giant. Yeah. Um, and his head is, like, in the middle of just muscle. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I loved his design. Yeah, it was really interesting. I loved that he was literally the width of a train carriage. Yeah. I was puzzled because, <laughs> is he supposed to be a human being? Yeah. Because there's scenes when he's literally just like throwing cars. I know it's it's in the, the, the it's at the end in the interdimensional space, but he literally throws yeah. a taxi cab out. I was like, are you a human or are you a mutant? Like you see him... No, I think he's just supposed to be a regular human. Yeah. Which is a bit much. Yeah. But... I mean, if, if that car- was it, a human it, it, being... It, it, it's a cartoon. And at that point, like dimensions are folding in on themselves anything can be anything sure, sure, like sure. that's but yeah that's as, as big a pass as you can get for things like that yeah. 
But I was a bit like, your dimensions, you would be in constant pain. Yeah. That's not what a human's supposed to look like. You would be so hunched over. Well, he is hunched over. Mm. He's got, you know, his head is like in his chest almost. Mm. Like, there's no, like, the neck goes up and around. It's mm. crazy. He was good. He was a little underwritten, but I didn't mind that particularly. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it wasn't really his story. Yeah. It wasn't a classic kind of... Here's the story of the villain, yeah. which all other Spider-Man films have exactly. been so far. The villain's evil plot was more to facilitate all the Spider-Men getting together. And, Big time, yeah. yeah. So I didn't mind that Kingpin was a bit thinly written. Mm-hmm. I think it helped. If I'd not seen Daredevil... I didn't, I didn't I didn't think that he was thinly written. Um, I just think that he was just only given the bare minimum of what of what he yeah. needed. It was like he, he's got a very, very basic story. He did a bad thing in front of his wife and kid who yeah. left him. They got in a car crash and died. He's yeah. trying to get them back. He's using like, he's trying to go yeah. to a different dimension to find them. That's the story. That's literally all his story. Yeah, yeah. If, if he, he felt like almost like a background character, which felt appropriate for this. Yeah, big time. So mm. it's not a film about his villain. Yeah, true. Which was good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because yeah, I guess every. Well, no, no. I was going to say every villain in this is uh, not brand new, but that's not quite true. There are one or two that we've not really seen before. Then there's a villain called Tombstone. One is of that the... the guy who looks like Frankenstein? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I, I what... didn't recognise him. No, no, me neither. I don't really know what to do. Obviously, is I knew there. that Doc, o- Doc, Doc Octopus is yeah. a thing before. I know it's a woman, but. Yeah, I, I, I liked that reveal. That was good. Yeah. And I was, it was... It was a good Doc Ock. It was good. What happened to her at the end? Um, she she, she, yeah, she died. She got, hit, she got hit by a car. Oh, did <laughs> she? She, she, she? In in that big dimensional thing where the Kingpin puts up a car. Oh, okay. Like, they're, they're going for... Oh, it's going to be this big battle between multiple uh, Spider-Men and uh, Doc Ock. And then Doc Ock just gets run over by a bus. Oh, I and, think and, I and, and missed that. And, 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 and that's it done. They're just like, yeah, we're done with this character now. They're gone. Okay, fine, yeah. Um, pretty much. Which, yeah, I, 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 I quite liked, rather than just, like, really dragging out a third act. Yeah, no, because she didn't matter at the end, at the mm. end of the day, yeah. She was sure. very much a secondary villain, which, again, it worked very well. Sure, yeah. Um One thing that I really liked was uh, the Scorpion mm-hmm. villain. So you've seen uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. And you've also seen Better Call Saul. Yes, uh, I've seen the first season of Better Call Saul. Okay, then you might not. There's one actor, one of the um, uh, one of the Vultures men, essentially in Spider-Man: Homecoming, who's okay. also a main a main actor in Better Call Saul okay. in the later seasons. He plays the Scorpion. Okay. Yeah, I did like that in this Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse. He really looked like that actor. Okay, I didn't I thought, notice that. I've watched it back. That would have been better if you knew who I was talking about. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, sure. Yeah, he's the one who. Defeats the robotic. Um, yes. Yeah. The the, the anime Spider Man, mm-hmm. Sp- Spider Girl, whatever whatever her character was called. Yeah, I don't know. I know that she was called Penny Parker. Penny but Parker. Yeah, but, 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 but I don't know what like her spider her, little, her robotic thing spider thing. Yeah. yeah, he he kind of defeats that, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. so, yeah. yeah it was good. Um, mm. Favorite character. Uh, I really, really thought this was the best Nick Cage film in a long time. Mm-hmm. I really, he was good fun, and he was it was a good choice of voice because he does do that kind of whole like oldie worldy kind of. Mm. He, was, he made me laugh a lot. Yeah, he wasn't really a main character though. Uh, I also liked the way they made Aunt May into basically Alfred in this. <laughs> they, she was basically just Alfred. Yeah, and yeah. I liked it. Oh, they did very well with Aunt May. That was fun, yeah, because she's normally such like an, a, a nothing character. Yeah, I appreciated that they gave her stuff to do. Like, mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah, I think actually my favorite character was like older Peter Parker. Then mm-hmm. I got the most laughs out of him because he was like the most main character <clears throat> out of, apart from Miles Morales. Yeah, I suppose you're probably right there. He's he's. He's got the most sort of humanity to him. Yeah, the other because he, of... he's one who will sit down and have a heart to heart with Miles Morales yeah. and just say, "Like, I don't think you're cut out for this." Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and calling kid all the time yes, and stuff exactly. like that, which it yeah, felt like really their story more than anything. Big time, yeah. yeah. What did you think of Peter Porker? Peter Porker, yeah, made me laugh. I loved it. So uh, I think it, th- this is from a an Elseworld universe in comics where all the main Marvel characters are replaced with animal versions of themselves. Okay. So I think Thor is like a frog. Okay. Like Throg or something. That seems like a reach. <laughs> well, they, they all are. They're all, they're all puns. Peter Porker works. Frog seems like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're trying something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember any, any more. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah. all Marvel characters and animals. And yeah. the fact that Peter Porker is, has now been in a film more than Howard the Duck yeah. is just brilliant no i mean well, that I was, when i was like I oh this love... film is just full-on silly uh, yeah great. again again i love how much they would lent into it just yeah. like and here's this giant hammer it'll fit in your pocket yes yeah exactly he changed the whole turn of the movie but in a good way he really made you realize that this film is just anything can happen it's a cartoon mm. it's silly but in a good way yeah and i like that a lot and they didn't overuse him as well mm, big time yeah what did you think of the animation style I thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was like really impressed by it. Like, cause it was deceptive. Cause at first you think, Oh, this look, it's kind of cheap, but like, mm. that's fine. It's like, it's, it's a cheap, you know, hand drawn animation style. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fair enough. It's cut a few corners, but it looks nice. But then they did so many creative things with it that I don't think it was that cheap. No, I don't know what the budget <laughs> was, but well, I don't know, parts but... of it looked gorgeous. They did so much with the 2d animation. Mm-hmm. I was really impressed by it. Mm. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah, and the mix of animations was great. Yes, it was because like you, Peter Porker and the anime, that like they, they were they lived in their own worlds. Yeah, yeah, they 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 were a bit different. They were they didn't quite fit, but they didn't clash with this animation. Yeah, they were done very well. Well, I think they did a good job of not overusing those characters. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't. They were really just they came in and they had their little visual gags, and they were there, but they kind of didn't take over the whole narrative. So the film mm. still stayed grounded in its own kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. I'll be quite surprised if this doesn't win the best animation in the Oscars. Oh, that's a good point. What's well, Incredibles two? No, Unless... Incredibles two is just fine. It's it's, just, it's so it's, average. It's your yeah. standard Pixar, but it doesn't yeah. have any hairy monsters in it that always win. Yeah. Does um, oh, Isle of Dogs? Does that count? I think it will. Yeah, that that might that because is, is that animation? Because that it's not. I think. I think. I f- I is it because it, it, it's not animation? It's it's claymation. It's a it's a quite a different thing. I, f- I have a feeling it qualifies because it wouldn't qualify anywhere else. So I think it might. Okay, qualify. well there's competition. Yeah, and I think that's more like Oscar. I don't know. We'll see. But we've seen stuff like that. I know. No, I would, I'm thing. here like, for this to win like, an Oscar. Like yeah. what what Spider Verse has done has yeah. never been done before True. on this scale. Yeah. No, I'm here for it. I'm up mm. for it. But I don't know if the Academy might be a bit play it safe and give it to something a bit more like serious question. You know, quote unquote serious, but. Maybe, yeah. Oh, I do hope not. I'm really looking for this. I mean, I loved Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs was beautiful to watch. Yeah, but it was also boring. Well, again, well, that, that's when you that's, that's when you start questioning is what it the is, animation or is what, it what is that category or... about? Yeah, sure. But well, if 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 that means that Spider Verse is going to win, then great. Sure, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be happy for you as too. If it's something else, then yeah, I'm never watching the Oscars again until next no. year. Yes, exactly. <laughs> boycott. boycott. <laughs> Um, what else have we got to say about this? I Okay, so I had a question... I had a couple of questions about the timelines. But, I mean, I, sure. with the caveat that I understand that this is a silly cartoon and it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. Uh, but it seems like the whole film took place over the course of 24 hours. Yeah, I think because so. I think Kingpin says you've got 24 hours to... After the initial experiment with the dimensional portal mm. thing, he's, he says to Oct- Dr. Ock, he's like, you've got 24 hours to... F- finalize this mm. and then everything that happens happens 
so obviously Peter Parker gets killed, mm-hmm. the, the blonde one, the 26-year-old. Mm-hmm. In each universe, Spider-Man is profoundly different. Yes. But it feels like Mary Jane is the same. In at least two. It feels like, yeah. it felt like... Well, then two that she's in. Yeah, exactly. It felt like the, the, the Mary Jane, the older Spider-Man mm. gets to know is the same as Mary Jane, who is widowed by blonde Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess that she is. But, I mean, you could argue that Mary Jane is only written to be just the love interest. Yeah. There's not really much variation that's going on there. In these particular stories... I don't know if there's other stories in the comics where like she Maybe, becomes yeah. Spider Woman or something. It just it really struck me in the scene when they break into the party that Kingpin's holding and she's there. Mm. And it's a party it's like why would you go to a party where everyone's dressed as your husband who died like twenty four hours ago? That seems like it'll be very triggering for you. <laughs> yeah. Well whatever, I don't know. Yeah. That that was the only thing I was like ah. Okay, but they, they did it so that obviously older Peter Parker could have his little meet cues and be like, oh, I miss this girl. Blah, 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 mm. blah, yeah. Yeah, right. and the same I guess with Aunt May because like he lost his Aunt May, didn't he? Yeah, and I guess are they the same? I don't know. But well, no, and, no, and no. like she, she obviously knew that he wasn't her Peter Parker. Yeah, no, she did. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It was are those sweatpants? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved all the comments on his weight and yeah, everything. They were very funny. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, any more thoughts on this for you? Um, I don't think so. Really, just a, a hearty recommendation mm. go see this film absolutely yeah it's very good okay where would you rank it in your well I was going to say Spider-Man films I know that's probably number one where would you rank it in your superhero films that you've seen oh man that's a loaded question there's so many mm-hmm. uh, well I feel like it sets such a high bar that it's not just going to be somewhere in the middle no it's not so but I don't want to just, just put it at number one of every superhero film no I don't think I like it as much as I like, say, Batman Returns with, uh, you know, the Tim Burton one with mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Oh, what I should ask, actually, rather than all that, did you watch the Lego Batman movie? No. Okay, we'll move on then. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I know I should have done. Because the, the Lego Batman movie, it's, I'd say it's got a lot of similarities to this. Okay. Um, it's, it's pretty much DC's version of this, okay. I would say. Uh, it's completely a cartoon it knows it's a cartoon. It's got a lot of villains in it. It's very well written. It's got a great animation style, great humour. And, I mean, well, I, I know that you you probably like some of the actors that are in it. Yeah. I recommend that if you enjoyed this, you should go and watch Lego Batman. Okay. Because that one is, again, just all around a great time. Sure. Yeah, now I've heard only good things about the Lego franchise in general. Mm. So, yeah. I'm not sure if it's actually connected to the Lego movie franchise. Okay. Because I've seen that Lego Batman is in the first Lego movie, and I don't really remember it that well. And I've seen him in the trailer of the second Lego movie, but he doesn't have anything to do, or he doesn't have a, li- a single line in oh, the really? second Lego movie, okay. which feels like, is this the same Batman? Because Lego Batman was so big, why would you not give him at least a line in the Lego movie? Sure. Well, maybe they're trying to keep them a bit separate. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the Lego movie did well. It did, yeah. And the Batman, <laughs> Lego Batman movie did well. Mm-hmm. So why, why they would keep them separate, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, yes, your superhero ranking? I mean, it'd definitely be in the upper third. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, what, what, do you have a favourite superhero movie? What do you think of Deadpool? Oh, I'll put this above Deadpool. Okay. Any other Spider-Man film? Definitely, this is the best Spider-Man film. Any Avengers film? Yeah, I'd put this above those two. Okay. Any DC film? Modern, absolutely, no question. 
But then again, no, Batman and Robin. No, no, not Batman and Robin. Although I do love that. Uh, Batman <laughs> for different reasons, I think. Batman Returns, the second one. Yeah, I, is pro- maybe my favorite like classic comic book movie. Okay, so would you put it above that? No. So Batman Returns, probably your favorite. Yeah. What about the Chris yeah. Nolan trilogy? No, not that keen on them. Okay. I like them, but they're a bit self-serious for me. You know I like my superhero films to be a bit campy and silly, which this was. So you like Batman and Robin? Yeah. Any other of those classic Batmans? I like them all. I I like all the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher ones. Mm. Even Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think this is definitely a better film than the Joel Schumacher ones. Mm -hmm. It's much better made, but they're they're a lot of fun for me. I'll definitely put this in like my top third of superhero comic booky kind of movies, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. Well, I've got to say that for me right now, I've only seen it the once, mm-hmm. and I was going to say every other comic book movie, but most other comic book movies I have seen multiple times. Sure. My my top five or three, or I don't know, mm-hmm. I will have seen, well, actually no, Infinity Wars in there, so up about five times at least. Sure. If not 20. You've seen Infinity Wars five times? Maybe, I don't know. Okay. I've watched it a lot. Oh, okay. It's a great film. But right now, Spider-Man is up there as maybe one or two. Wow! It's okay. it's, it's definitely in, the, in in definitely in the top three. Excellent. Um, but uh, I've not seen it more than once, so okay. it's not really a fair thing to say. Sure. Yeah. We'll see how this lives up after multiple viewings. Yeah. How would you rank this out of ten? I would give this a nine. Nine? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said that. I'm going to give it a ten. I thought you would. Yeah. Mm. I just really love this film. Oh God! Oh, I didn't have a single problem with it. Great. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it, it so was, much. It was so. everything I hoped it was going to be. Oh, good. And all I hope now is that it wins Best Animation in the Oscars. Oh. I think that's all it's probably going to be. Oh, the stuff. I, I, I don't know about other technicals because nobody knows what they actually mean. No, but, um, no I can't imagine it getting because a lot of the other technicals are very much biased towards mm. live action. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I still have something to really root for in the animation. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah, yeah, normally there's. There's nothing that much. Like, I didn't feel that passionately about Coco, but yeah, I did. Like, I guess I, that'll win. It I, I, I really yeah. wanted it to win, but yeah. I didn't feel passionate. Whereas yeah, this one, sure. like, I, I'm there for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of wish I was more excited about Into the Spider-Verse before it came out than I was. Well, you weren't to know how good it was going to be. Yeah, I know. Isn't it nice when a film surprises you? It is, but also I love being really excited for a film. Like, yeah. say, Infinity War. Mm, it's like, true. this is a film event. Yeah. Like, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, they're all big event films. Yeah. Get really excited for them. You go and watch them and they're just amazing. Yeah. That's a feeling that... That is nice. very difficult to replicate. True, but I also like when you see a film, you're like, this will probably... Well, I, for me, I went into this thinking, this will probably be okay. And then I was like, I'm loving this! What which is I, also nice. What feeling. I would like to happen at one point in my life is to go to the cinema and expect to see Robin Hood mm. and come out having seen Spider-Verse. Okay, so I feel that's so, been... So, expect such just blandness no. like Mortal Engines the film we're going to go and see in about 20 minutes we should go we should leave, um, yeah. yeah so that and then it's the best film I've ever seen imagine that yeah imagine it's that it's hard surprise. because now I've, everything's online you hear the reviews you hear so much buzz it's hard to oh you do well sure yeah maybe I'm ruining things for you I don't know but yeah maybe like imagine like if Avatar 2 was amazing you know what? I'd really love that. Yeah. Because I know that there's going to be four more Avatar films afterwards. Yeah. So <laughs> Please, yeah. it would just be great if they were good films. <sighs> or imagine if James Cameron directed five train wrecks in a row. That would also be great. Well, if, it, if, if it's a train wreck, he won't get to five. That's the thing. Well, the film them all at once. Oh, shit, he will, yeah. If yeah. Have to keep sad. Oh, that'd be so yeah. sad. If the second one, like, bombs, <laughs> makes like 30 million or something. It's like, oh, God, just keep. 
pushing them out apologetically. Mm. Like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they keep making an actual profit, then that's... that's not, Even if it's to, like just a profit. Yeah. That's enough so the film studios can't say, no, we're not even going to... Well, even if it's been this. filmed, they'd have to release it, surely. Well, there's still costs involved in releasing it. Yeah, maybe they put like free free survive out on like streaming only or something mm, like yeah direct to Netflix. Oh God, <laughs> how much like, Imagine like because he's filmed that we're going off topic now. He's filmed all these films specifically to be like he's waited ten years so that they are the technology is available for him to make it the perfect cinematic experience, mm. and then it just goes onto people's laptops. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be gutted, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He, if if that was happening like around Avatar three sort of time by Avatar oh, Avatar four I guess mm. by Avatar six so the final one of this thing that he's doing um, he would have brought out his own laptop yeah with his own special technology yeah. in it specifically you will to watch, watch it the way <laughs> <laughs> the way God intended oh my God I mean me <laughs> yep oh dear right. And on that note, um, I guess that pretty much closes off Into the Spider-Verse. Um, a little review here. You know what, I think this might be the last episode of 2018 for the um, for the bonus show. Well, we'll do Mortal Engines, presumably. Hmm? We'll do Mortal Engines, presumably. I don't know if that's coming out in 2018 for for, for our Patreon supporters. Oh, that's true. I mean, it might be. I've not looked at my calendar right now, so... Yeah, depend. we'll do our best. Yeah. Wait, what, what was the last episode we, 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 we did? Uh, it was... Fantastic piece of it. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, okay, so that means that, that one's coming out today, and that one's coming out then. So, yeah, this is the last episode of the year. Great. Happy 2018, everybody. Enjoy your 2019, and obviously look out for our wrap up, 2018 wrap up. Yep, and then next year we'll be back with Mortal Engines and The Favourite, which is out on the 1st of January, and I'm oh, yes. so fucking excited. <laughs> this, that's, that's my Infinity War. I'm so yeah? fucking excited for The Favourite. Okay. Why? Because it's everything I love in a film. It's wigs <laughs> and lesbians and Olivia <laughs> Coleman. And... <laughs> okay. And crowns and gowns and it looks amazing. Wow. Have, have, you, have I shown you any clips? Yes. God damn it, John. Yes. Stop showing me clips of this film. I love it so much. <laughs> I'll be so disappointed if I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so look out for that. I'm giving it a preemptive tap. John's shivering right now. He's, he's literally shaking. I'm it's, so excited. It's a bit alarming. Sorry. I'll calm down. <sighs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Bye. Let's go beyond. Beyond the box set. <laughs>